0: Hello City fans, it is Conor McGilligan here, your Manchester City multimedia journalist. We are back here with a little bit of a discussion after the game. We've got a review coming later on by one of your Manchester City writers. Make sure you're waiting on for that one. We might even have that next up. Then, of course, we have Pep Guardiola's press conference to link onto this podcast as well. So you're getting all of it post-match. But what a great game that was for Manchester City. I think it showed many of this Manchester City side it, you know there's there's a lot of people who will see maybe the 1-0 and take it as a close game but it it really wasn't I thought City were in complete control I think we can all agree with that well Newcastle had a few moments in the second half but aside from that City were dominant they were dogged and there was some impressive performances from players who needed to step up in the absence of others let's start with Phil Foden. On the half turn, the weight of pass, his touches, absolutely phenomenal. We've said after the Champions League final in that number 10, he's so dangerous. He's so cunning and he's got such a high level of guile and creativity and innovativeness that I want to see Phil Foden in that number 10 role more often. Also, let's move on to Alvarez. What a finisher. He really is. I think we've said this multiple times on this podcast, but any time this kid seems to get a chance at Manchester City of starting a game, he contributes to a goal. He's either scoring or he's assisting. What an unbelievable record he's got now. And that goal was nothing short of magnificent. Such a clean strike of the ball, and that is what Alvarez is as well. It's an underrated characteristic of his that he's such a clean striker of the ball. And when you're in and around the box, he's an absolute... Uh, Devil and, and other teams are, are really going to struggle to get in and around him. I think Kovacic breaking the lines. And this is something that we didn't see a lot of when he was at Chelsea, to be honest. I thought his positioning was a little bit more rigid. But the breaking of the lines is something that, you know, and the ball carrying is 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 something that is definitely new already to his game, in my opinion. You see see him doing it for Croatia a little bit in that midfield, but for Chelsea, you didn't really see that. And that's Pep getting into him already, evidently telling him that he needs to adopt that Gundogan role and bring his own style to it. Gvardiol, I thought, looked comfortable, much more comfortable than we saw obviously in midweek. And he looked like he took a shine a little bit in getting the ball once again coming forward, him and the kanji sort of rotating, moving into that midfield as well. I thought he was very, very good tonight. And it's a second clean sheet in the Premier League, everybody, which is a massive boost, of course. So right now, uh so that's my little take on the game. As I say, if you're watching this, um and you know, you, you listen to this, I should say, on, on on Apple and Spotify, make sure you leave us a five star review, everybody. It really helps uh, us with the old algorithm. Um, I'm going to pass you over now to one of our manchester city writers either going to be joe bray or simon bykowski who are going to take you through the game live from the etihad mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore.
1: Manchester City have won their first home game of the Premier League season. They beat Newcastle one nil here tonight, Saturday, eight o'clock kickoff. It was after um, City were in Athens on Wednesday night for the Super Cup, so they won the Super Cup with a penalty shootout win over Sevilla, and they've just won Newcastle. And just ignore the uh, disco coming from the Tunnel Club. Uh, yeah, one 0 win over Newcastle here. That means they've had a very good start to the season really um, you know a bit of early disappointment losing to in the community shield but they looked very good against Burnley um you know they weren't amazing against Sevilla but they got the job done in terms of they took it to penalties and then won the penalty shootout which is quite a big thing for City and then um, yeah I think we we're expecting a really big test from Newcastle here um who obviously won 5-1 on the opening weekend beat a very good Aston Villa team or a Villa team that we expect to be very good um, you know it was I saw an amazing start that Newcastle have never won a league game at the Etihad um, and I'm sure they can't have had many better chances than than this tonight um, in form against a team that was kind of a bit on the ropes really with the the squad situation and the the fitness and the injuries um, you know those. it's not a sort of cry that City are uh, you know, can't can't afford to do anything, or um, are in a really terrible situation. But as far as their small squad is concerned, there is um, a bit of surgery to be done. They've lost to Bruyne, Stones, um, Bernardo missing tonight. Laporte wasn't in the squad. That's, he's had uh, a bid accepted for him from uh, the Saudi club Al Nasser. Uh, João Cancelo absent again because he doesn't really have a, a future at City so they're missing a lot of senior players the players that they did have were tired from uh, from the Super Cups there was plenty for Newcastle to exploit uh, but from the start really City took control of the game it was quite a big show actually of uh, the three trophies uh, the players had to walk past onto the pitch and it was a real kind of uh, welcome back to the Etihad for the players the fans were in very good voice uh, Guardiola had called for you know a Sort of rousing support to uh, to help get them over the line, and and they really did um, help. And you know, it was kind of telling at the end of the game. Guardiola got all the players over to him. They all went round all four stands applauding uh, to show that they appreciated the the support, but also to recognise kind of the magnitude of the win. I know there's always stuff like you know people over celebrating. The celebration, police out in force, saying, "You know, should you be celebrating this win so much or whatever?" But it felt like quite a big moment for City tonight to um, to make pretty easy work of uh, of a, a very strong Newcastle team who finished top four last year and are expected to to challenge again and kick on again. Um, Newcastle really just weren't didn't manage to, to to punish City or kind of expose their their defence, Ruben Diaz back in the team, was pretty immense. Um, Edison made the saves that he needed to and also his distribution. His long balls were really good. And then in the centre of midfield, um, Newcastle couldn't really cope with Phil Foden and Julian Alvarez. There's always this debate, as Foden play in the middle? And, you know, he struggled in the middle in midweek when everyone kind of struggled. He ran the show today and uh, showed how good he can be in that, in that centre. And, you know, Haaland... Didn't quite get uh, finished the chances that you would normally expect him to finish, but he was such a handful for the Newcastle defence. Grealish wasn't quite at it going forward, but he was so important defensively working back. It was kind of a, a real backs to the wall effort from, from City that shows that they do still have a lot of quality and will take something special to beat. And, you know, three points against Newcastle is good at any time of the season, but particularly at this time um and you know I don't think any points can be can be sniffed at we've seen today United uh, losing to Tottenham so that's early points drop for them Chelsea and Liverpool because they played each other the opening weekend um so city can class it as, as a very good start and they go to Sheffield United next week and, and more importantly they've got kind of seven days to recover now having had a bit of a um a congested start with the Super Cup thrown in there Uh, they now have a full week to to recover before they're in action again and the schedule is pretty okay Uh, Champions League is coming, we know that, but for now they can put all their efforts into recovery and gelling even more as a team because we saw some encouraging signs tonight with Foden and Alvarez and Kovacic um, and you would expect with this team there is plenty more to come
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. We're now going to feed you on to the main man, the man who we're all here to listen to anyway and hear what he had to say after City's 1-0 victory over Newcastle. I'm sure he's going to be pretty happy with that one. It's Pep Guardiola.
2: Pep, a wonderful evening for you. A win that uh, sets a new club record and you seem to be enjoying that lap of honour with the players. What what sort of emotions have you experienced tonight? This is the second game of the season, but it's a proof that... uh the reason why we won a lot. So the mindset and the mentality of this group of players amazed me every time, surprised me every time. So against that team and uh, the conditions that we arrive uh, with a lot of injuries and, uh, and no rest. And uh, a part of that, they, they played really, really well. A part of that and the defense, how they run is, the commitment for everyone was absolutely, absolutely amazing. You thought it would be a massive test for you tonight. Were you impressed by the way your, your players handled the game right from the start? Absolutely. Absolutely, We played really good. We deserved to win. We could have scored more goals. And against Newcastle, we saw it a few days ago against Aston Villa, and what the last season and this season. Uh, but uh, what I said, so the difference and the winner's teams is the mentality and. And this group of players, for many, many years, not just last season, that was exception for many years, they have done it. And I still have done it today, again and again. It's just second game, nothing changed in terms of results. In a title contenders or this kind of stuff that is ridiculous to talk on, on August, September. Is the, okay, who knows we are tired? I know you have not in the best condition. I know you have five or six important players out. I know that uh, many things, but it's what it is. So I said yesterday, this is the challenge. The Premier League decided to play today, OK, we accept the challenge. This is what we have to do. So, And that's why um, there are days that one manager is more pleased than the other ones because we could draw, we could have lost. So it's football. Did but you, the way we behaved was extraordinary. Did you plan the lap of honour or was that just a spontaneous gesture? You, you seem to call the players... I, I, I would like to do it every single game. Every home game? Yeah, I would love it, yeah. It's our gratitude for our fans, so they come to see us and why we cannot share the moment together. So, uh, yeah, it was really, really nice. Thank you.
0: Ben. Ben, um, the
1: fact that probably not many teams will be able to do with Newcastle what you did tonight throughout the season, show you how ready to go again the team and yourself.
2: We were ready today. Now had to prepare to be ready against Sheffield. So, Today, always you have doubts how the, the team will feel. Yesterday, we arrived and I said, I'm not ready, the team is not ready to get any info in Newcastle. It's just we were there to spend time. Today, like we're playing the time like we played, We train in the morning, we prepare the game as best as possible, and uh, they apply it incredible because they have uh, the right, right mindset mentality to do it, all of them. with Eddie, finish with Jack, they were really outstanding. Uh, but, uh,
1: you were having a bit of banter with one of the fans near the dugout.
2: Yeah, he to make a substitution. He ha- well, asked me to make. He asked me to make a substitution.
1: <laughs>
2: he, he asked me to do a ch- uh, substitutions. So one player out and I in, and I tell him which one. I didn't know it, so. So it was a so joke. You were
1: him, I thought looked like you, you could come here Yeah, I come here
2: and do it, yeah, of course. <laughs> Did you know what I saw. I, I, thought, I thought to Rico and Calvin and Cole to be maybe part of that, but I see the team in that moment, I saw the team still were alive in that game. I mean, sometimes the rhythm is difficult, I know they were tired, but I saw the team still were there and were fighting every ball. And, um, and yeah, the managers, we have the option, you know, to to make the substitutions but the manager decided to apply or not and also I thought the less substitution will be less extra time so that way
0: <laughs> um, uh, Could you talk about Phil Foden's performance um, particularly in the middle areas and you talked about this week about how it's impossible to copy and paste Kevin but did you think that he was a he was a very good playmaker for you in that role
2: Felicen, many times, can play all the positions up front. He has an incredible ability when between the lines, the way he turns and attacks the last line is, is one of the best I've ever seen. So, every control, he knows exactly what is the goal. He doesn't need two or three touches for after installing the right position to attack the goal. In just one gesture, he's attacking. And and we thought for the way that Newcastle defend, we could fund him and after try to the speed with Juliano, their lane to find them in, in that position for the absence that we have, for the quality of the players that we have, because Kovacic are better to play a little bit position more backwards than forwards. Manage and adapt the skills for the players that we have, for the problems that we have right now. And But feel, I know how good it is in that position. I play as a striker, how good it is. I played in the right winger, left winger, how good he played. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy because I have the feeling that uh, is coming back, so still we are not in our best, we need players still have to make a step, but it's completely, completely normal. So in that type of period, and uh, we come from uh, today, the, the biggest difference is the team show to me, or show to the Premier League, uh, okay, still uh, still we are ready. We are ready to try it again, to win Sheffield. This is the, the target.
0: Go David before the embargo, please. I
2: Wearing, uh, tablets, sorry, yeah, of course. Um, what can you- um, it's a sad day for for me personally and my family. Mr. Mazzone was my manager in Brescia and today passed away after a long time. A big hug to all his family, wife and kids, nephews. In a tough period in Italy, when I arrived there, he was as a father for me. And uh, passed away a legend for the Italian football. Uh, the impact that all the people have lived with him have been massive not just the players the presidents of the, all the the football a big uh, a big big hug for all his family I remember that Hedio Piovani, my friend sent me the t-shirt uh, sent me the t-shirt uh, yeah one year ago and I said today is the day I want to wear it
0: well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Talking City podcast this week. It's been a pleasure, as always. We will be back Monday. Can you believe that? The content is flying out. We'll be in studio myself and Simon Bykowski breaking apart Manchester City's result of the weekend and what to expect with the week uh, uh, going forward with regards to Manchester City. Really appreciate your support, everybody. Like I said, if you are listening to this on Apple, Spotify, whatever your listening platform is, please make sure you give us the highest rating possible, and we will see you on Monday. Cheers.